Welcome to On Course, the teaching ministry of Pastor Hart Ramsey. And the wisdom of God transcends, it lifts you over. Where we offer simple biblical insight into some of life's most pressing issues. Love is a manifestation of strength. The Holy Spirit produces nothing but strength in us. I want to show you. Prepare for the next few minutes to be encouraged, enlightened, and inspired. Let's join Pastor Ramsey and get on course. What's up, family? It's your man, Gerard Bonner of Bonnerfied Radio, and this is On Course with Heart Ramsey. And we call these sessions Heart to Heart. It's your opportunity to hear the heart of God by way of the man of God. And I love the fact that we get to talk to Pastor Heart Ramsey. Pastor Heart, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Gerard. How are you doing? I am good. All right. So we have to go here, and I'm sure <laughs> our podcast listeners are ready for this. If you guys follow Pastor Hart on social media, you know he's always dropping nuggets, always dropping gems, always teaching us great, great lessons. But not too long ago, well, really every now and again, somebody kind of, you know, comes sideways to him. And he always handles them with grace, but he always tells you, like, look here now, you you just can't come at me any kind of way. <laughs> Well, recently there was a spat with a pastor regarding, um, you know, the election. And we talked about that not long ago here on the podcast. And uh, which, by the way, you predicted correctly. So congratulations, yep. sir. Uh, Thank you. If for some strange reason this pe- preaching thing doesn't work out, political pundit. <laughs> <laughs> I am only joking, people. We know that the preaching is going to be fine. But someone had a, a really bad reaction, a fellow pastor. And it turned into something that none of us expected. I, I didn't expect it, which then resulted in what I felt like. I was telling my, my buddies, I was like, heart watches wrestling. Because he told this man, I'm going to make you famous. And I was like, this is The Undertaker. I love it. <laughs> so so it, it, it turned into, you know, a Facebook Live post that you did that, you know, got a lot of people talking. So I want to get your take on... What actually happened to cause all of this? Let's start there. How how did this turn into what it was? Because by the time you were on Facebook Live, you were clearly, clearly heated. Right. Well, it started here. Um, of course, you know, in Alabama, there's this heated race. And um, Roy, uh, Judge Roy Moore was running against uh, Doug Jones. And, and while um, personally, I didn't have a vested interest in either candidate. Um, what became major to me, uh, Gerard, was that, uh, of course, you know, it was national news that Roy Moore was accused of of, of some type of weirdness when it came to young ladies right. several years ago. So um, what I did and what uh, I, I want to be fair, because I, I, I met the judge, I spent eight hours with him in an arbitration hearing when I was when we were in a lawsuit with the company some years ago. Um, and I met him. He's a nice enough guy. But I heard him make a, make a couple statements against African-Americans that made it clear to me that he is or was or is um, laboring against this supremacy mindset. Hmm. And so what I told my congregation, and as every believer needs to know, is that God never expects us when it comes to voting. America is a democracy, not a theocracy. Right. It's run by the people. And so God never expects us to vote against our better interest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so that was the premise, and I told my congregation, vote how you want to, but get out and vote. I'm tired of people complaining and not voting. So 
after the after the polling and the votes, I was really excited at the high turnouts because pe- people kept saying, well, the, the black vote won't turn out. But this year in Alabama was a record turnout for black voters. Yes. And so I posted on on Facebook, you know, I'm so proud of the African-American community for, for showing up at the polls and voting. And I, and, uh, I went and did Bible study. It was that was a Tuesday. Uh, and then on the Wednesday, I did Bible study. And when I came back from Bible study, I had this long comment on my post from a pastor in the, in the Atlanta area, a young pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he but the way his approach came was. He came at me, first of all, he, he, he was proud at three crystal marks, and then he lights in. Now, here's what bothered me. It wasn't, he did not voice his position. I'm good with, with debate. If you want to say, I mean, I see it this way, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. But he got personal. He started attacking me, saying, how are you a pastor? That's the first thing he did wrong. Oh, wow. How are you a pastor? Then he starts telling me that I, w- I was endorsing sexual immorality, and I was endorsing abortion. And I was, and, and, and uh, then he started with people of color. And first, he's not even, he, he's not even, he, I mean, he's, he's Latino, mm-hmm. uh, but he's not, in my estimation, a, a person of color. Right. So he's pre-mo- he's more a light-skinned brother than anything, and, and he just was just disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So my response to him was, I would, my first response was really cool. I said to him, get off my page. That's what I said. <laughs> and then my response was, man, first of all, if you want to talk about this, approach it correctly. I gave him a, 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 some correction. Man, if you, that's not the way you come at a person. Mm-hmm. That, and then uh, uh, I, I put laughing faces, laugh. I'm not doing this with you tonight. Well, well a person with sense would have come back and, and uh, addressed it from a, another perspective. But he, he made his attack even more personal. Mm. When I saw he was more personal, I made another comment. Other people started commenting, but it was start, it started to get ugly. So I went to the inbox, and I, I kind of addressed him in, in the inbox, and he got even more inflammatory, so I blocked him. Wow. The next morning when I woke up, I got one of the saints said to me, before you get on social media, Pastor, I want you to know this person did a whole post about you. Wow. And when I saw it, I, my thing to him was, okay, you want to play this game? I'm about to make you famous. And well, here's what I was saying to him. I said, never bring, and this, I want to I expound on this statement right here. Never bring a water pistol to a cannon fight. Yes. And what I meant by that is this. My platform, compared to what he's working with, is pretty large. Right. I mean, when, when, you, when you deal with social media impressions, I get millions. Mm-hmm. And he probably get hundreds. And my thing is, don't do that. That's not the way you approach a person because... people are going to know you, but they're going to know you in a negative light. Right. Now, now I want to, I want to even go further. Now, by the time I did that video, Gerard, I was fit to be tied. Oh, I know it. No, no, let me tell you why. Because it's one thing for you to be insulting, to attack me. And he started out his thing saying, I don't know this guy. Well, wait a minute. You don't know me, but you you question whether I'm a pastor or not. Mm. You accuse me of of endorsing sexual immorality, which I do not. Mm Uh, later, before the day was done, him and, and the people on his on his page were accusing me of being a homosexual. Wow. Yes, saying I was a sissy and all this stuff. And so my thing with him and, and this, and then someone uh, posted on there, well, uh, don't he? Well, let's quad up. Let's quad up. Don't he know you? You're in the hood. And to that, let, now you hear my hands clapping. Right. Those, I don't do that. Right. Because where I came from, Liberty City, Miami, 58 Terrace, off, off 17th, I mean 11th Avenue, we didn't do that. And, 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 and I want to say to all the saints that's listening, listen, the, the church is the only place where I've been saved for 35 years. And, and before I came to church, man, you, you didn't get a pass for running your mouth. Right. The church, Gerard, is the only place I know where people just say anything to anybody. Wow. 
Wow. And it's not like that in the street. You will catch a bullet doing that kind of stuff. Wow. And sometimes we have to listen. I, this is this is really purely ministry for the saints. The, there's a reason why the Lord told us to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Another reason why He says that we should we should uh, 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 stay away from corrupt communication. Man, um, the Bible says the mouth of a fool invites a beating. We got to be careful how we talk to people. That's right. Not only does it does it turn people off spiritually, but man, it it becomes for us grounds for for prosecution wow in, in both the legal sense and other senses and so for, with this young man the, my problem with him and i'm glad my sons didn't see it because mm. my baby boy is his age oh wow yeah and, and so and so uh, uh, and i pray that people who are listening to this what's the someone will ask what's the ministry in this the ministry in this is i want to speak to a couple of things number one is if you if you're searching social media and you read an, a comment that you don't agree with, there's a couple things you have to remember. Number one, it's just an opinion. Right. The, the, uh, everyone has opinions, and the opinions are based on perspective. Everyone does not have your background, your experience. They don't see it the way you see it. So, so it's just an opinion. That's number one. Number two is you don't have to comment on every opinion. It's just, it's just, as, it's, you read it and you keep going. And, and if, if by chance you just cannot, uh, or restrain yourself and you feel the need to address it. There are ways to address things without being inflammatory. It would have been just as easy for him to ask me a question. Pastor, do you agree with, with Doug Jones's politi- politics? You know what I, what I said to him? I would have said to him the parts that I hear him talk about. Yes, because he, here's what he said. He, he presumed that because Doug was running against uh, Roy Moore, that Doug Jones is for abortion. Was he Blake? We're, we're, this this pastor does not live in Alabama. Wow. He lives in, he lives in Georgia, but here in Alabama, we're we're watching the Doug Jones commercials, and he's being specific. I do not believe in late term abortion. Um, he does not. There are certain things he does not. The things that he was being accused of, he does not believe those things. He's a moderate Democrat. Wow. And he was the, he was the perfect candidate to run against Roy Jones. Uh, I mean, Roy Moore in all of our opinions. But 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 what this this particular pastor, when you go to his page, he's all about the make America great against things. So his, his problem with me was his um, he's backing Roy Moore because Donald Trump is backing Roy Moore. He's a Republican candidate. And here's the thing. This pastor is more Republican than he is Christian. Wow. Wow. That's what it comes out. And, and, and I'm going to say this, man. And I, I, I prayed for this young man afterwards because I was fit to be tired. The reason I was angry with him was because not because he disagreed with me, but because he, 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 made, he launched a personal attack against me. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and, and at one point, I even tried, when I saw he was getting out of hand, I tried to apologize to him, not for my position, but, but, but the fact that it became this, what, this big thing it became. And he kept on calling me names. Wow. And I, I'm going I'm, I'm to confess on this for all the saints that's listening to this. Man, I, I got to the point, man, where I had committed. If I, if I run up on him, I was going to slap him dead in the mouth. Wow. Because, because no, I'm going to say, you see, the, 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 as believers, we don't, we're not honest. I right. want to be honest. Right. He, he, I allowed this young man to provoke me to the point where I want to physically inflict harm on him because of his mouth and because of his blatant disrespect. And the Lord had to check me. And the Lord checked me. And this, and this for, for those of the people, if you're going through something now where you're angry at someone because the, the enemy is using them to, to inflict a pain upon you, maybe open some old wounds, let me tell you what you need to do. I had to get with the Lord, Gerard, and I had to pray in the spirit. Mm-hmm. I, 
over that one issue, I prayed in the spirit more than I prayed about starting my second location in Montgomery. Wow. I prayed more. I prayed more in tongues over that issue because I had that thing was so deep in my soul. Because what these people don't realize was what he did was he opened the old wound. Because uh-huh. when I was a young man, when I was a boy coming up, I was bullied horribly. Wow. And and whatever he did. It triggered his words, the, the way he approached it, uh, um, the way he handled my, my attempt at apologies. It, it, what he did was he, he triggered an old wound, and from that old wound, all feelings and all actions were being being forced back to the surface. Wow. So we got to be careful how we talk to people. We really do. And then for those of you who people have hurt you with words intentionally and try to shame you in public, I'm going to tell you something. You need to get with the Lord, and you need to get that thing out of you because they, they've left a stinger in your soul. Yeah. Wow, I, I really want to. I, want, I, just, I know I said a lot in a short time about that, but but that issue right there. And then then in my mind, in my mind, to be honest, those kinds of conversations, Gerard, should not be had on a on a, a social media platform. Right. Um, um. Um. I was going to take the video that I took. Matter of fact, I, I, I put up a post. I took on almost every post I made about it because I promised him I'm making famous with famous. Fifteen minutes after a certain time, I took it down. Yeah. I I won't call his name. I won't, you know, but but my thing is, it's, un, it's unfortunate, though, that his his people came on his page, his people called me names, his people made um, uh, statements about me. He he said I was demon possessed. Wow. And that's and that's when I said, I have no more to say about this. May the Lord judge between me and thee. Mm-hmm. And the reason I said that is because when the Pharisees called Jesus, when they said he had a devil, he Jesus' response was, every sin that men commit will be forgiven them, but not the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Well, did he blaspheme the Holy Spirit? No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. That, that's, it's, it's almost impossible to, re- by fact, it is impossible to reproduce that particular sin mm-hmm. that the Pharisees committed. But, but that he was brazen enough and have so little respect for me as a, as a senior pastor and, he, and even himself as a pastor and the Lord right. to call a person who he doesn't know. He doesn't know my impact. He does not know my influence. He does not know my, my, my story. He knows nothing about me, but, but he blatantly over disagreement. Not, not, not himself seeing the wrong that he, how wrong he was. Mm-hmm. And someone say, Pastor, well, I, I don't think you should call him a moron. I did. I, in my first response, I, I told him, I said, you're being a moron. Mm-hmm. Go back and look up the word moron. It's from the Latin word moros, M-O-R-O-S, which means one who speaks without thinking, therefore making him a fool. The word means to be a fool. And that's what I was telling him, man, you, you're speaking like a fool. Mm-hmm. Because you're attacking me and not even asking. You don't even know me or my perspective or my ministry or whatever. And then, and then no doubt afterwards, he found out somebody probably told him who I was. And, and, and these, they got to, they, when I say they, people who call themselves in the know need to be in the know. Right. right. And not just uh, purport themselves to be experts in fields they know nothing about. And I'm going to tell you this right now. This is something you need to, everybody needs to realize. Um, facts don't care about feelings. That's good. Yeah. Facts don't care about feelings. And what it means is um, um, in, in the Alabama Senate race, the best candidate for the job was Doug Jones mm-hmm. because Roy Moore and, and the people from Etowah County up there in Gadsden, you ask them and they tell you that the worst part of the story about Roy Moore never came out. They say it's news up here. They say it's, everyone up there knows about it, oh, wow. where he's from. 
Wow. Every, yeah, everybody knows. And so, and, and I make no indictments against him. They're just simply accusations. It was nine different women making accusi- accusations. Accusations are not indictments. They're not convictions. But but to me, Doug Jones was the better candidate, not because he's Democrat, because I'm not a Democrat. I'm a moderate. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am a, I'm a theocrat, actually. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm moderate. I'm not extreme left, extreme right. That's not my thing. Um, I, I vote for principles and, and, and people of integrity. I don't vote for parties. I don't, I'm not into the party thing. Yeah. Okay. So th- that is a, a long explanation about all that happened. Um, you know, if I have any apologies to make, I make the apologies to the saints because our, as, as ministers, that is that is not a good look for us to be on social media doing that. But one thing I have to say this for sure, and I mean this, I said it on the video and I mean, I'm a grown man. Yeah. Before I'm a pastor, I'm a grown man and I don't take threats lightly. Right. Um, I, I am, I am, uh, people say, oh, you're a Democrat. Well, no, 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 I'm, I, I believe in the second amendment. I better believe in the second amendment because I got weapons. <laughs> right. And I said weapon, weapons, plural. And, and, and for the people who think it's a game, I spent 11 years in the military. Yeah. Training how to use the, the weapons I have. And I don't, I'm not, I don't play them kind of games and I don't let any people, anybody, um, provoke my soul into that type of unrest. I don't like that. Um, saints, we need to watch our words. We need to be careful. We, I love Jesus, but you know, I do love Jesus, but I will defend myself in a minute. Yes, <laughs> I, I know. I'm, I do. I, you know, w- w- one of my friends, one of my, my, uh, my ministers, said, Pastor, they, they don't know. <laughs> somebody, we were making a joke about it. somebody said they don't know you ain't that saved. I mean, I- <laughs> catch these hands. Yeah, oh. you catch hands a- yeah, it's something about that, man. The saints, we need to behave with our words. Yeah. Stay tuned for more of today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Pick up the new release from Stellar Award nominees, Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir, titled True Story, featuring the lead single, It Is So. Pick up the chart-topping release from Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir titled True Story, in stores now and available at all digital outlets. Imagine being filled with a peace so deep that the world around you can't touch it. Pastor Hart Ramsey is on a mission to help believers understand what it means to have a healthy, prayer-based relationship with God. He's doing that through his brand new book titled Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer. Prayer at first was a struggle because, you know, it, it really takes faith to pray. You have to you have to trust that God is like a person. He's a real person and that he's the one that invented the concept of prayer. In this book, you'll learn how to ensure your relationship with God is based on a new and improved covenant, which dangerous prayer habits to avoid, and what to do when prayer doesn't yield the answers you want. It's time to trust God enough to make your prayer life truly about Him. Yes. Pick up your copy of Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer from Hart Ramsey, available now at Amazon, iTunes, and wherever books are sold. Now let's get back to today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. You, you know, it's interesting to me. I, I feel like, and and I watched the video uh, live, and and I was praying because I was like, Lord, please, <laughs> <laughs> please, like, 
we, we, we need this to, to go well. And what I took away from it, I felt like it was a, it was a, a lot of lessons that, that I was able to take away from it. And I think one of them was what you said earlier about being honest. I think we got to see a person work through and process a, a situation in front of us. And we don't get to see that very often. We usually get to see, you know, the finished product and, you know, everything looks super smooth and it looks like, oh, wow, he's, he's, you know, he always, you know, is with Jesus and he always has the right things to say. But to watch you go from the place of being as upset as you were at the top of it to at the end praying and then leading us all the way to that, I thought it was a great lesson for a lot of us to learn how to process that type of a situation. Um, yeah, so, so what would you say to people who, because I'm sure there are many others who are dealing with this kind of thing um, on, on their specific level of life, how would you suggest them handling this kind of conflict? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, uh, what was going through my mind. The first, first thing is, is that I have more to lose than he did. True. That's, that's that's the natural. That's in the natural. Yeah. Um. It, it. I had more eyes on me than eyes on him. That's the first thing. But the, the second thing, and this, uh, this, I know it's, this is going to sound super spiritual, but it's not. Is the reality of my life. Um. The Lord has been. Too, I say the Lord speaking generally, but I'm specifically talking about Jesus because mm-hmm. when we say the Lord, people get confused. But Jesus has been too good to me. Yeah. For me to not consider his his heart in this mm. and this is, and, and let me I'm gonna I'm I'm give you another side of the processing that, that you probably didn't see in the video is I went to the Lord after the video and I said to the Lord I asked a, a, a very interesting question I said Lord is this man one of yours because mm. he the way he approached me he didn't come at me as a brother and he he disrespected me in every possible way to the point where he allowed his people to call me names that are derogatory and degrading Wow, and and so my thing, and then when I tried to uh, uh, apologize to him, he kept talking about your um your ego just hurt my ego, mm. and my thing is, son, you don't understand, you don't get where I am and have no out of control ego, right? You, I mean, you you, you God doesn't trust you with what He trusts me with, right? And so, and so, so the first thing was I had I went to the Lord and I asked the Lord, is He one of yours? And the Lord confirmed as I was praying, yes, He's one of mine. Mm. And the Lord and I said, what's the problem? And God, God showed me how he sucked up into this, into this um, thing. He's bought lock, stock, and barrel the concept that the Republicans represent God and the Democrats represent the devil, that the Republicans are moral and the Democrats are immoral. Here's the crazy part. With all the immoral stuff that's coming out on, out on the Republican side, they, they excuse it away and they call it conspiracy. Wow. But but they, but they, and that and the Lord said to me and I, and I posted this. I said, do not respond to them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what is it? What did I say? Do not do not respond to them. Do not let the, do not let them bother you. I said, don't be bothered by them. Do not respond to them and don't become them. Right. Because dishonor is its own punishment. It's its own judgment. And the Lord put on my heart, simply a simple thing he put on my heart was, I, you, I need you to pray for him. So I started to pray for him. And the more I prayed for him, the more it became clear in my mind that this is a young man that wants to do right, that has a heart for God, and that feels himself to be a Christian apologist. That's a whole other topic for me, Christian apologist, mm-hmm. that, that he has limited knowledge, but he knows he knows, but what he doesn't know, he's, he's as profoundly stupid as he is profoundly wise, which means that, that stuff he knows, he knows well. So his people love him. He's a great pastor, but the stuff he does 
doesn't know, he's not humble enough to say, I don't know. Mm. And he's bought into this Republican uh, uh, ideology, and but the Lord, the Lord confirmed he is one of mine. Wow. And so I said to the Lord, I said to the Lord, I said, well, you got to get him. You got to fix it. I got a, I got a witness in my heart. God, God, I got the Lord's like, I got this. And the Lord says, the Lord is the one who pointed out to me. Do you realize that he opened up a wound? Wow. And I, and I said, I hurt. And the Lord said, assess it. My goodness. Assess it. And this is good for people to know. I mean, before the Lord, the Lord said, assess it. Assess what you think it is. What, what damage did he do? And I said to him, I said, Lord, he says it's my pride, but it's not that. And the Lord says, no, it's not pride. What he, what he hurt was the fact that, that you've been dealing with this, this uh, bullying thing for years. I, I cannot stand a bully, Gerard. Mm-hmm. I am not kidding you. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that pulled me out of the spirit. And the Lord says, it's time for us to deal with this. My goodness. It's time for us to deal with this. The, the way you, the way, what you saw was I started out, I was, I, I, I had, I was, uh, cognizant of the fact that the Lord has been too good to me for me to shame him mm-hmm. by, by a public display of, of, of unbridled carnality. Right. But I was honest. Jesus told his disciples that my soul is distressed to the point of death. He said he was, he actually was honest with them. He said, watch and pray with me because as Christians, we go through things and what helps people. I got so many letters and uh, emails out there. People say, pastor, you help me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how did I help you? And they said, watching you go through that moment, because we could, the ones that knew me said, we could tell you were upset. Yes. But, but, what, um, but we, I mean, one person, man, I thought you were going to cuss. And I was like, you know, um, when you're squeezed, what's in you comes out. That's right. So if, that's, if it's not in you like that, it's not going to come out. And so, um, I mean, I mean, I think we all from time to time say words that, that people consider to be profane. Um, but but if if you're not a profane person, that's not what comes out. And so right. um, th- that's the first thing. So the first thing is, um, I, you know, you have to you have to. For me, I I, I didn't want to um, disobey the Lord or embarrass the Lord. And then the third thing was, um, I wanted to address. I, I wanted to use that moment to address the fact that because um, I have a heart for for people with same sex attraction, and I have a heart. For people who have been through abortions, and I have a heart for the people that are, the church rejects and 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 um and label and and um cl- we, we exclude them. I have a heart for them, and and that's in the part of the video where I became really broken because the thought that he could point that much anger towards me because I embraced them is is horrible. Mm-hmm. Now now I want to say this that the the the, um, the gay community as a whole to me, and I'm, I'm a citizen. This may bother some people. Is what I've noticed is. Is that then they, they, they say they're looking for equality, but as a, as a whole, they, they come across sometimes they look. It seems like they want to be, they want to dominate, not be equal. Mm. And and I think I think that 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 that's that's a discussion we need to have at a later time. But but what what my heart, well my heart, who my heart goes out to, are the people in the church, or uh, who have a same sex attraction, and they have to hide it from the the body, from the community of believers, because they'll be labeled. Or, or, or the, they'll be um, categorized, mm-hmm. and then the people in the world that won't come to church and, or bring their struggle to church because they know how the church is, how pharisaical and how judgmental we are. Although we ourselves are are grossly and terribly flawed, right? And so, and so, I want to I want to use that moment to to, to kind of share my heart and let people know that even though I'm I'm I'm, I'm always attacked for that. 
Mm. But Jesus himself ate with, with sinners, and the Bible said with notorious sinners to the point where the, where the Pharisees asked the disciples, why, why, does your, why does your master eat with such scum? They call him scum. Wow. Think about that. Just, just like, like there's a, there's a contingency of, 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 um, of religious people, the evangelicals in particular, call them scum. But these are the people we're sent to. Right. We're sent to them. We're sent to win them. I mean, will they, will they reject the gospel? Yes. Will, will they, um, be angry with God? Will they reject him? Yes. That's going to happen. But that's just part for the course. Right. It does not give us the right to be angry with them. Does not give us the right to categorize them all. Does not give them us a right to back off of our assignment to them to be to, to be ministers of reconciliation and turn on them and be judges. Because you know the real reality of the thing is, even the little pastor that I had the exchange with, he comes across like he's like he's morally pure. But I promise you, if you put him under a, a microscope, you're fine. Matter of fact, you might not even need a microscope, just a binocular. Mm, yeah. <laughs> And you'll yeah. find that he's not as clean as it. none of us are. None of us are. None of us are as yeah. pure as, as we as we purport to be. And right. so that I, I pray that I get I lend some insight to that. Yeah, and and that's really powerful because I think you know one of the things that we fail to remember is that there's gonna be conflict. Um, unfortunately, it's not a scenario where because we're all Christians, we're all going to get along and we're all going to see things the same way. And everyone doesn't know how to process disagreement and how to, uh, as my mom used to say, disagree without being disagreeable. Right. And the unfortunate thing in this situation is that, you know, that there are people who who demonstrate themselves in the same way that that pastor did, obviously, because they went on and said all sorts of things. But I also think it's interesting how God used that experience as a teaching moment for you. So is it safe to say then that um, all conflict that arises isn't necessarily just you know, a person being evil and mad towards you, but that maybe it's designed to work something out in us. It is. Matter of fact, I think I think um, as it relates to our our spiritual development, uh, I made a statement in the sermon on Sunday. The, uh, I was telling them that that um, heaven is never bothered by by hell's moves in the earth because. Um, by the time hell makes a move in the earth, heaven is step way ahead, several mm-hmm. steps ahead. Mm-hmm. And in a situation like this, I'll even say this for the young man. And, I, I, and I'm going to tell you this. One of the things that the Lord said to me, said to me, and, and most of my prophetic moments happen in private when I'm worshiping. My, people, people tout my, my teaching gift, but my teaching gift is the, pro, is the, uh, the offshoot of, of a, a, a prophetic prayer life. Wow. So, so I don't get in, in public and prophesy and stuff, but but you, if you listen to the teaching, you hear the prophetic elements in it. And one of the things that the Lord said to me about this young man is that that is that he said, um, God is going to use him greatly, mm. and this moment is going to be for him actually a, an embarrassment. Wow! The Lord is going to use us to instruct him because he did a couple of things wrong, but then also, um, the Lord, the Lord, one of the things the Lord told me, the Lord said, and, and God is very clear. He said, the way he came at you was wrong. And and you you were heavy handed when you call him a moron. That's what the Lord said. You were heavy handed. Wow. So my, my response to the Lord was, I may I call him a moron because I'm sick of people coming on my timeline talking junk. And the Lord said, um, and the Lord said to me concerning him because you know, this is the second time he's done it to me. Oh wow! 
the first time we had another pastor to intervene, a pastor that knows him. But he came at me very, very ugly over the over the Donald Trump campaign. Okay. And so, and and another uh, someone handled it, and and um, you know, it was it was done. But uh, he has a habit of doing this, and the Lord is going to break him out of it. But the Lord, Lord, really spoke to me and said said two things. Number one is, if you're going to engage a person who comes at you the wrong way, be very mindful. Be very mindful, not he, because he made it personal, did not give you the right to make it personal. Wow, that's good. The first thing. The second thing is the Lord said, if you're not in the mood to entertain them, block them. Oh, wow, that's good. That's good. And and, and so and, and I, th- I don't think the saints realize that the Lord gives us that leverage. Prophetically, as I'm before the Lord and I'm interacting, I'm sharing my heart, I'm pouring out my heart, and God is, is pouring into me through his word and just by the Holy Spirit. He's giving me very practical advice. He said, if you don't, and this, I'm not kidding you, um, even over this Christmas thing about how, whether or not Christmas, Christmas is a pagan holiday, I blocked like five, between five and ten people. Because wow. I didn't feel like, because I've been having this same conversation for years, right. and I'm not an apologist. What that means is I'm not, a, I'm not the guy that want to argue um, um, philosophy and theology. I don't, that's not my call. I'm a pastor. Mm-hmm. The people who come to my church are there because they want to be there. I don't have to argue with them about anything. Right. I, I mean, my, my job is to feed them and lead them. That's it. Feed them. I mean, the, the, the ones that want to go on social media and, and, and show what they know, that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I minister on social media because it is an amazing platform. Um, a lot of people come for help. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gerard, I can't, tell you, I can't tell you the scores of people. Who have who have written me over the years from social from multiple social media platforms telling me either number one, um, you're my daily source of encouragement. God uses you greatly in my life. Number two, this word that you spoke really helped me. And this is the main one. It was a word from you to stop me from committing suicide. Wow. You, I, I've lost track of the, of those that I get those testimonies. I met a guy. I, w- I, w- I went out um, the other day. My wife was really bothered by everything that happened, so we decided to go out and walk in the mall here, here locally in Dothan. Mm-hmm. And a young man saw me, and he came up to me, and he, and he says, um, um, he said, Pastor Ramsey, you don't know me, but I know you. And here's his testimony. He says, I said, I said, really, where do you know me from? He said, I was incarcerated. And, and the only thing that we could listen to on the radio was your broadcast. Wow. He said, and for the entire time of my incarceration, I listened to your daily radio broadcast. It changed my life. He said, and I was in Florida. Here's what he said. He said, I said to myself, I've got to go to Dothan to meet this guy. He got out of jail, came to Dothan, has been in Dothan a couple years, working and doing different things, had never met me, has come to the church and seen me from afar, but never met me, and met me in the mall and told me, he said, today, God answered my prayer. I got a chance to meet you. And let me tell you the powerful thing about it. All that is because of the ministry of, of to, um, like the, the, this public ministry that God has given, so we have to be, we have to guard those things. Right. But but it's, what's important for me is I'm not out there for for the stroking of the ego. To, no, I'm out there because this is a real call. It's a real ministry. Yeah. And so, and so as as a, as an agent of the Lord Gerard, He has to continually refine me mm-hmm. it, it, because I'm gonna tell you this right now. now. I'm not playing with this man. I'm the guy that I told my 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 um my rushes in church if someone rushes the pulpit try to come after me i'll say if, if i said man give me a chance to square off first not <laughs> <laughs> wow. real because see because the, I'm not, i wasn't raised in church these i don't do church boy fights with ecclesiastical commentary you know i don't do that <laughs> where i came from man listen i i'm gonna tell you the truth on the street 
I have, I have beaten people and I've gotten my tail beaten. Wow. That's what, that's where the Lord found me on the street. I got saved from the street. So, so it's unfortunate to me when we, when we look at the way the body does things and even, man, we got to be careful, man. It just, that's, I, I, that's all I, I'm talking in circles, but we need to be careful the way we handle those things. Yeah. I, I think that that's so good and it's so important. And I hope that we have learned something from this experience. Uh, I think there are so many lessons that, you know, again, a lot of us can learn about how to handle conflict and how to be honest and how to allow God to speak to us and to tell us when we're right and when we mishandled something. I think that's so valuable. I really hope you guys learned something from today's session. We definitely want to hear what you have learned. So use the hashtag uh, heart to heart. That's H-A-R-T, the number two, then H-E-A-R-T, or the hashtag on course to share your comments with us by way of social media. Be sure to subscribe and to download and to rate our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Share it with a friend and join us next time as we get on course with Heart Ramsey.